Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's imagine a world where men and women are treated equally, a world without bias, stereotypes or discrimination, a diverse, equal and inclusive world, a world in which diversity is valued and appreciated. And still, everything is so connected. The role and the rights of women across the globe have been dynamic. Given the rapid development of society, the legal, social, sexual rights of women in India have evolved over the years though. And a women's voice has always been a powerful weapon to bring the change. Change that starts with conversation. That starts with words. Let's have one more such conversation. Hey everyone, I'm Priya Suchdeva, your host at Trending Diary Show. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. Today we have Deepa Agarwal on our show, an entrepreneur and an author of the book Hangover of Choices, which brings forth the idea of inner life and criticality of taking self-action. This episode is meant to highlight the importance of strengthening one's inner self and building a strong self-identity. As women, we might have always struggled with body image, our careers, and most important, to own our own decisions. So, Indian women have come a long way. Having broken the proverbial glass ceiling a while back, they are now proving their mettle on the global platforms as well. Year after year, confident, courageous, intelligent and determined women from all over the country make it big and road success in various fields. How the globe too? They make India proud with their sterling record of achievements. But how do a few women just still do it effortlessly? What choices made them the best to stand out of the box? Tune in. Thank you so much, first of all, for being a guest on Training Diary. It's a pleasure to see you. Uh, okay. So, first of all, I'm curious to know that why you do what you do. <laughs> okay. Um... It's going to sound very cliched, but I absolutely love what I do. So that's why I do it. But I also believe in it, you know. So I work in the space of diversity, equity and inclusion. And I genuinely think that, you know, it's very important uh, for us to understand the connectedness that we have as human beings. And, you know, and only that is actually going to be something that's going to take us all forward together. You know, so I believe in it. I believe in the idea of non-discrimination. I believe in the idea of feeling belonging at work to be able to do your best. And mm-hmm. that's why I really do what I do. Indeed. And also, as you mentioned, that you have worked with lots of women from all around the world with diverse group, whether it's artists, entrepreneurs and beyond. So, and the work you do, it's more about solving problems, right? 
So what is that one common thing? What is that one vulnerable point that you find from the women all around the world? The one that which connects women. Okay. Uh, if there's one that I can really think about, that's the connecting factor that I find in the work that I've been doing with women across a variety of uh, you know, sectors. So I work with the corporates. I do work with nonprofits. I also have done work with women in jails, right? Mm-hmm. And that really was the driving force for me to write the book that I have, um, which is The Hangover of Choices, is this idea that I am not good enough. You know, this sense that, you know, I'm constantly trying to uh, catch up on mm-hmm. expectations that people have placed on me and my own expectations of myself. You know, I'm constantly playing catch up with it. And that is one common theme that I have found, um, you know, which is there across irrespective of where the women are from. And Indeed. that is the, the, the vulnerable part of it. Yeah. And where you mention about that, you know, uh, where the women lack self-esteem, where we think we are not enough, we are not good enough. And you also mentioned about your book, I was coming to that point, The Hangover of Choices which you have written. So how do you think how, it, how the story is impacting people? I myself is someone who's lo- who just love the world of storytelling. I think just one story at a time can change your perspective around anything. And I really appreciate the self-esteem because I myself is someone who belong to a you know, small town and who have never grown up with, okay, this is a world can be beyond until unless I have the access of the internet, right? So I myself want to know that how, why one should read that book, Hunger of Choices, how it's going to impact a women's perspective. Why? <laughs> okay. It's a great question, actually. And uh, it's really making me think, honestly. Um, see, the book is a story of a woman, right? She's in her mm-hmm. mid-30s. And uh, she's on her deathbed under unexpected circumstances. And while she's on her deathbed, she's going through this entire journey of self-reflection. You know, just re-looking at aspects of her life that she actually was very much in control of, but believed that she was not. You know, and this is, is, is the point and the trigger I wanted to really give to the readers. And, uh, uh, you know, people have been writing to me, reaching out to me after reading the book, saying that, you know, it's really impacted them um, in re-looking at where their life's priorities are. You know, I mean, a lot of times we think that this is important, but in the larger scheme of things, it may actually not be, you know, so people are thinking about those aspects. They're looking at the way their own decisions are being influenced. What is it that's influencing them? Is it their own voices or is it the voices of other people? And also overall, you know, this need for external validation, right? We, we want people to tell us you're good. And we feel good about it, right? But that's fine. But there's a dependency on it, which is a problem. And these are the themes that have been highlighted in the book. And that's what the readers have also been telling me, that they have re-looked at some of these things and feel a lot more in control now of their lives. Yeah, so that is where the impact, I think, is. Indeed. And I also agree that validation is something that each and every one of us seek. Because I remember after ending every interview, I just came across with this line, how was the interview? So yeah. I think no matter how credible you are, well, this is something maybe it's lacking in someone in a in a better way, but it, it is somewhere everyone else. Also, I just came across with one interesting line in your book where you mentioned at the very premise of the book uh, that if 
uh, I was on the deathbed, what would I see? What is the essence of the same? <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, like I said, the book is, is a journey of self-reflection, right? And this mm-hmm. uh, protagonist is on her deathbed. And while she's on a deathbed, she's not just recollecting memories, you know, that is where the difference is here, right? Because if you're just recollecting it, you're recollecting it from your own mindset, and your own perceptions of what happened, right? But now she's having sort of an out of the body experience where she's seeing her own movie, her own story being played out like a movie. So she's become the protagonist and she's also a viewer at the same time. And, uh, you know, when she's seeing this, She's realizing as a protagonist, you know, I should have, I should be doing this. But the viewer is seeing that the protagonist is actually not making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that interplay between the protagonist and the viewer, and she's both at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, is uh, is really the uh, theme and the storyline of the book. And uh, you know, as a thumb of rule, you know, we do not look at our own lives unless we are pushed into a corner. We we are going through some drastic situation or something has happened, right? We're happy comfort zone and all of that. So uh, I've used uh, this deathbed as being the drastic point. I mean, what's going to be worse than this, right? I mean, there's nothing going to be left if you're on the deathbed and you actually die. Right. Right. At that point in time, what are you going to see? Are you going to wait for your own life to reach that stage as happened with the character Nidhi? Or are you already going to start reflecting your own life? And this also, now that you're, now that I'm saying it, I'm realizing this is what the readers have come back to me with also. Saying that, oh my God, I don't want to be in that drastic situation before I start self-reflecting. You know, let me do it today because I don't know what tomorrow holds. And especially in today's times, right? It's so unpredictable. Bad situation. If you would be the on the deathbed, that uh, <laughs> situation, so what would it be? Yeah. Was there any situation for you? Yeah, you know, this, yes, you know, like exactly what I was talking about, you know, during the COVID situation, when, when, you know, everything was so unpredictable, right? I had this fear that, oh my God, if, if I do not go after what I want, you know, and, and kind of bring my dreams to fruition today, I never know if I will have the chance for it tomorrow. You know, this actually was a very, very big deal for me. And I said, oh my God, I've lost, I'm losing time. I cannot afford to do it. And, you know, that is why my book actually was, was scheduled to get published a year later. You know, <laughs> but, but this deathbed situation that time is now, I cannot afford to lose it, became so strong that I actually um, sort of pre, uh, you know, uh, scheduled it. Mm-hmm. And it got released uh, last year, you know, otherwise it was by the end of the year, it was, I was trying to get it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you understand the deadbed situation it was as drastic as that. <laughs> Indeed, I completely relate to that because that was the time even I started my podcasting, I started my media channel. So that's something I can completely relate to. Uh, so also because uh, I really, really appreciate the title that you had made, The Hanger of Choices, where I myself is a firm believer of uh, decision making that how, you know, choices really shape us into so what do you think that how women especially as women day is coming in so how women especially can improve this paradox of choices like what are the choices they should take i know we can't predict what's right or not but still something that that makes us happy happy that gives us joy so how one women can improve the paradox of choices 
especially uh, considering the factor it's not uh, influenced by the external factors but something that's coming within yeah that's a great question you know and and it is so relevant to the iwd day uh, that's coming up right Mm-hmm. and uh, you know one of the things uh, that we talk about choices is not the choice in itself right because mm-hmm. whether the choice is wrong right uh, is only time is going to tell us right mm-hmm. i mean we will never know at that point whether it's a right decision or a wrong decision right. but like you said you know it is the internal factor right mm-hmm. that is important see i'll tell you what happens when we work with with people right and especially women and uh, overall and why the type title of the book itself is the hangover of choices is because i have sensed a lot of regret right people come back to me with this sense of being regret having regrets in life you know during workshops when we do deep dive uh, you know uh, all of those aspects right getting people to really experience themselves and then you know there is a lot of regret there are a lot of you know tears that are happening in the workshop and people are telling you that you know i wish i had not done this i wish i had not done this right and this is this is where it kind of started coming to me that you know the sense of regret with choices that we make is is something that you know is a nag right because i've made it i've made the choice but if i'm going to live with the nag that i wish i hadn't then what is it going to do to us we're not really going to be able to live a fulfilling life right so to improve i cannot even say to improve i'll just say some things to think about right not all choices are going to be great to start with some choices are not going to work out for you in the longer run right it can be anything like i've recently relocated to another city right from bombay i've come to chennai so there are some adjustment issues i'm having can i say that i regret it definitely not right but can i say i'm 100% convinced it is exactly right also not because i'm still going through an adjustment period right so you need to we need to understand that you know there will be some time gap there right one and where is that when you're making the choice what is your state of mind has it come from your authentic self are you doing it to please other people do you believe that if i don't do this you know then something bad is going to happen like taking up a job for example you know have you accepted a job out of fear or have you accepted a job because i genuinely believe that right now it is answering whatever i want to be doing indeed you know and yes. choices become regrets when we are not authentic and when it comes from fear and we are not um experimental yeah you know and adventurous so if we have all of these three things then i don't think we will have a space for regret in our life so yeah i myself believe the worst case scenario one can live with is regrets and as you mentioned the three things that which are important ingredients that is it coming from the authentic self it is giving you the new experience or it's it's giving a sense of joy to us you know it's not from a fear so i completely agree that need and uh, also let, let's have a quick q and a round we have lots of fun thing also on our show so you have to be very quick no other thought just okay. answer so be very quick with that so one women you sure i as since childhood one woman do i aspire to be since childhood yeah oh my god i definitely cannot answer that because there is no one woman who's inspired me by herself right i mean i've been inspired by women across a variety of uh, okay mention three mention three the, the intersection of three you feel like to be 
you know i'll tell you the one woman that inspired me and i continue to really be inspired by her is when i uh, you know uh, used to do these workshops for self help women groups mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago and mm-hmm. uh, you know this woman who comes from a construction site you know she works in a construction site and has had no money at that point in time but even at that point even at that point she was so clear about her life's goals and missions and she had a very clear business plan on how she's going to accomplish it and you know i mean nothing in life should have told us that she can actually do it right because the circumstances were quite not supportive at that point in time and yet she was so clear that she would do it and you know kind of has gone ahead and done uh, mm. it so that is something which is extremely inspiring uh, i've honestly also been very inspired by my mom Uh, mm-hmm. because you know she's been uh, she's obviously been a very very strong role model um you know and uh, uh i mean at her day and age she was a trend setter mm-hmm. you know and and that has been something that has inspired me uh, to be today also mm-hmm. right that is another and one more person that you know comes to mind is uh, after i read this book of oprah winfrey uh what i know for sure i love this you know i when i loved i read the uh, i love you that i love this lady this is my one of the top 5 books if i i got to recommend someone so i find yeah i mean but, <laughs> but her story was so inspiring i just was i just loved her after it and i said I mean you know she's been she's become my role model in so mm-hmm. many ways after i read her book mm-hmm. so yeah i myself inspired this lady one life decision that you want to change if you get the chance oh that's an easy one i would not have studied economics i would have studied psychology as my major <laughs> okay <laughs> so one book that changed your life Ah, one book that changed. Well, honestly, or also there are many, many, many books. I mean, as a reader, I don't think I'll do justice. But if you push me to choose one, I will say Richard Bach's Illusions. Uh, Richard Branson. Richard Bach's Illusions. Illusions. Okay. Yeah. I mean, something I I'm not aware about. What's the premise? Yeah. Oh my God! It's a brilliant book. It's a. It's. It's really the spiritual conversation that two people are having, right? Mm-hmm. But the book starts off with. with uh, you know uh, this situation where uh, they're all i think if i remember correctly they're all fish in in a certain place and one of them actually wants to go away and experience the world outside mm-hmm. everybody wants to hold him back mm-hmm. but he says that you know i mean they they tell him that you know if you go beyond you're going to die mm-hmm. and then he turns around and says that i'm still dying anyway i'm not living my life mm-hmm. i'm dying anyway So I might as well go there and die and know that yes, this leads to death. Mm-hmm. That changed my life because at that point in time, I was you know kind of wanting to do certain things in life, but you know how it is, you right? In society, we are told to follow a certain path, a certain career path, a certain marital path, and all of those things. And I was actually uh, unconvinced about all of them, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I wanted to really understand for myself, come to my own conclusion. So this mm-hmm. book. changed my life mm-hmm. because i said yes if anyway i'm going to die my days will die knowing my truth you know in a way so got it 
and uh, one thing one moment when you feel most authentic or one work like well i'll just ask when you feel the most authentic what's that point i feel most authentic when i am not trying to impress anybody mm-hmm. if you do some activity uh, like do, while it's reading while it's dancing while it's what oh an activity uh yeah i mean while i'm dancing uh, or reading both i love both of these things uh when i'm comfortably dressed and my most comfortable outfit is harem pants with a ganji you know mm-hmm. i can go in it anywhere and i just couldn't be bothered about what people are saying <laughs> or thinking i can go to you know a basic coffee shop or i can also go to a nice five star in the same outfit and i'm really not bothered i think uh, you know uh, um what i'm wearing adds a lot to how i feel whether mm-hmm. i'm feeling authentic or not mm-hmm. and you know whether uh, whatever i'm i'm doing you know it doesn't matter what people around me are saying or thinking about me right you know one message um, yeah that's when i feel. one message that you would love to give to women all around the world especially for the women's day especially to the younger okay because mm-hmm. that's where the most influence happens what i believe so especially to the youngest one message that maybe change your life or that you feel like to okay pass on i know it's too early to say that but yeah one message that you feel like okay this is something i really want to know every girl to know about herself uh okay hmm uh i think the one message uh is is to find your own inner voice you know for everybody right mm-hmm. especially for younger girls because there are a lot of influences there and especially you know today there is this whole social media you know which which makes us project a certain kind of an image there is a pressure you know to be a certain kind of a person to find acceptance in society and you know all of those things right but it may not feel right to you right so it's very important that you find your own inner self and find that stability in internally because that mm-hmm. is the only thing that's actually going to take you forward you know mm-hmm. i mean do not jump the bandwagon because everybody else is doing it right mm-hmm. it is, may not be right for you um mm-hmm. so be very clear about you know certain activities that you may take up why are you taking them up do not mm-hmm. attempt to fit in mm-hmm. um you know do not attempt to impress people because these are things that are going to take you away from your authentic self and and because you mention it you know uh, it's really important for women to be herself indeed uh, rather than getting the influence from outside world but i believe that when at the initial stage it's really happens uh, that parents teachers friends a lot of factors are responsible for their influence right so if if you you are supposed to counsel a parent if you are supposed to say three things to parents especially for the young girls that that way they can empower their kid whether it's why reading whether it's why you know giving her freedom so what are the three factors because i as i mentioned that i myself belong to a place where i still seen you know lots of uh, girls getting married early lots of uh, girls who are really detached from the education so what are the three things which even majorly parents should take care of or maybe the society should take care of in terms of empowering from childhood influence what that seems like yeah you know from yeah you know from the childhood ex- influence i think it's very important for parents to 
to impart self assurance to children right uh, because even even there right when if parents are going to go after you know comparison of marks for example or comparison of their child's artwork with an other child's artwork right then it is telling the child that i need to be externally successful mm-hmm. right to be to feel successful i need to show something to the outside world mm-hmm. right uh, and that is a that's a problematic statement or a message because then mm-hmm. you're still only doing external right mm-hmm. so so to so bring in the confidence in the child right mm-hmm. to be able to uh, look at the confidence internal confidence so positive affirmations to the child positive dialogue with the child positive disciplining you know these are some things that are very very critical right and and of course it's not to say that we are not going to look at external validation at all we will but it will teach the child to be able to better deal with failures mm-hmm. right and not get dependent on external sources for their own sense of self worth mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right i think that is that is an important message to give the children uh, mm-hmm. and to be friends with the children right uh, it's also very important um to to know where the balance is between friendship and to you know kind of be a parent mm-hmm. right uh, and especially as a child is growing up to be able to really encourage the children to be able to come and speak to you building trust with the children um you know especially the youngsters right with so many influences the child has to trust you to say that this is happening in my life this is what i want to do but if we mm-hmm. reject it then there's a problem mm mm-hmm. got it and and i personally believe that it's it's really important to have an a sense of freedom because uh, for me everything is all about freedom if no matter what do i have if i am suppressed for anything i'll not get the chance to take decisions you know so really important to improve that decision making with somewhere we lack not i i should say we lack but yeah that should be embedded since childhood that we are developing now via books via you know uh educating ourselves but once it is embedded from a girl child especially since childhood because it's all about as we say uh, from traditional backgrounds it's not just about one person it's about two families right so either she can make it or break it yeah like that also correct absolutely yeah you know freedom also is very important uh you know but freedom also is a bit uh, interesting right because uh, what is freedom really it is to be able to do whatever i want and whenever mm-hmm. i want it or is it knowing that you know if i am free to make choices and if those choices go wrong i have the backing of people to support me mm-hmm. right so there is that freedom we need to kind of look at it you know i am also i'm also a big big fan of freedom because i have uh, i have i wanted this as a child mm-hmm. you know to be able to do things to be able to you know kind of um so uh, yeah i agree with you that freedom is important also okay and so one thing i'm always curious to know from my guest before ending the show the what is the one trend that you want to see more evolving in the new world or one trend that you want to see more embrace in the new era exactly this word embrace right that you said right mm-hmm. because i work in the space of diversity equity and inclusion like i said right mm-hmm. and inclusivity uh and to know that we are all connected as human beings mm-hmm. right is the trend i would like to see because right now there is a lot of uh them versus us mm-hmm. you know uh and we can see this in, even in the current situation you know there is uh there is they do this and we do this them versus us kind of a situation 
right but in reality we are all we are all part of the same ecosystem right uh, and we are all together we are all together and to not lose the lessons of solidarity with each other as human beings because mm-hmm. you know whatever you do sitting wherever you are in some way has an impact on me also mm-hmm. right i mean a few days you and i didn't know each other right but today we are influencing each other indeed indeed right i mean you know and if who knows that and so what you do is in line one girl sitting in a maybe one part of delhi would connect some ways and you know talking to empower other women and maybe this conversation can be about the bad thing and it can be in a bad way but right now we are talking in a good way what who knows you know that one conversation one right act of thing can impact people all around the world it's just one book one conversation exactly that takes to change the whole world exactly yeah exactly you know so so to have that solidarity inclusiveness that is the kind of trend i'd like to really see more of We've, the conversation has started and yet there's such a long way to go you know mm-hmm. yeah okay so before ending the episode there one uh, place you would suggest that uh, audience listeners should buy your book because i'm going to read it soon so what is the right place to go and <laughs> buy it okay Great so let me first show you how the book looks this is the book it's called the hangover mm-hmm. of choices mm-hmm. and uh, it's available on It has a very interesting uh, that cover what does that what's the sense of this Yeah interesting the cover the design Yeah so you know she's actually got one part of her covered you know and one part of it is seen right mm-hmm. and if you see now the paint here is actually kind of starting to fade Mm-hmm. you know and that is all the whole journey that she's going through right she's been seeing things with colored eyes mm-hmm. she's not been seeing them fully she's been seeing them only partly but now mm-hmm. on her deathbed now this is starting to fade which means she's now beginning to see her things with both the eyes right you know in that mm-hmm. sense so that is mm-hmm. really the 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 cover uh, design what it's trying to imply mm-hmm. okay Yeah, and uh, it's available on Amazon. It's available on Kindle, Google Play Books, paperback versions as well as ebook versions. And if you happen to be in Chennai, it is available in the Odyssey Bookstore in Adyar. And if someone else who wants to connect personally or maybe want a book, you can DM me at the Instagram page of Trending Diary. I'll make sure I'm able to connect you with Deepa and. Uh, Thank you so much, Tiva. It's wonderful to have you to be in conversation. Sure. I might wait for another book. First, I'll read this one, <laughs> and yes. definitely. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to have you. I look yeah, forward same. to be in conversation in personal with you again. Yes, I hope so too. This is a great conversation. Thank you so Indeed. much for your time, Priya. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care.